all you anime fans, welcome back to a new episode of Anime Double Play. It is September 26th. We've got the end of the summer 2019 season. We got the end of our Angel Beats watch along. We've got so much good stuff going on this week. Next week, we're going to get super hyped for the new season, but we got to say our fair wishes to uh, summer 2019. So that's what we're here to do today. I'm here with uh, fellow co-host Mary, Hi. who is uh, a little tired, she says, from a long day at work. So uh, I'm bringing the energy for the twos of us. I'm going to try and be as up as I can, but I have a headache. But I love y'all, so I'm going to do it. We doing it. I've got people downstairs here for football. So uh, excuse any potential football noises. Um, but potential, Mary, potential football noises. Potential football noises. I love We're that. Gonna, we got cover twos going on downstairs. <laughs> uh, so Mary, what did you do in anime this week? I caught up in the Given manga. Okay. And it's really good. <laughs> Hey, there we go. Better than the anime? Um, definitely different. So it's kind of like two arcs. The anime covers one arc about two characters. And then the manga to where I read covers, it's like a separate arc with two different characters. So it's hard to compare because it's two totally different, not totally different stories, but two different storylines. Um, but the 2020 movie that's coming out for Given is going to cover what I just read in the manga. And now I really want to see that movie because it was like the drama. It was really good. Like, yeah, I don't think I I did see that that movie was coming out. Yeah. And I'm excited. I'm a little bummed because I don't think given is popular enough in the States to have a North American showing. I think it'll just be in Japan. So I don't know if I'll ever see the movie, but I'm happy I read it. So, and now I can keep up with it because I don't think they're going to do um, another anime because they, after the movie, there's like nothing left. They're like caught up. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was Makes good. Sense. I enjoyed that. Um, and that's really all I did this week. But tomorrow I'm going to the concert of a lifetime. I worked, I had a long day at work today because I worked like two hours extra so I could leave work right on time tomorrow. So I can go to Carnegie Hall and see Joe Hisaishi, the composer and arranger of all the Ghibli film music. Um, He's conducting and performing in New York City and I have tickets. I'm losing my brain. Like I'm going to cry the whole time. It's going to be so good. Okay. That sounds, uh... That sounds awesome. I wish I was going, yeah. but I can't. He's um Life. he's finishing my trifecta of Japanese composers. I've seen Nobuo Umatsu, I've seen Yoko Shimomura, and now I'm gonna see Joe Hisaishi. I'm like, I personally like anytime soon I don't want to die, but if I do, I will die happy. Because I have seen all three of them in concert. It's amazing. You've seen all three. What is Joe Hisaishi's most famous piece? Spirited the entire suite of Spirited Away. Okay. Yeah. But um, I've also been <laughs> listening to, for years, because I've just been a fan of his music. Um, do you know the actor Beat Takashi? He was in- Oh, yeah. Beat Takashi. Yeah. He did Takashi's Castle. Yeah. He did freaking MXC. Um, he, yeah. in the late 90s, early 2000s, he directed a series of films, not related, but he just like directed mo- and made movies. And um, He did uh, Hanabi. Yeah, he did Hanabi. He did Summer and he did Kids Return. Um, those are the three, at least I know of, those are the three that yeah. Joe Hisaishi did the music to. So I did see Hanabi, and it's very good. Oh, I want the theme to Kids Return. I just heard it for the first time on Monday, and I have not reacted that way to a piece of music in a really long time. Your typing's really loud. Um, I know. It's always loud. I And apparently the first act of his show is going to be a medley from those three films. So I'm dead. Already. Oh, that's going to be so cool. I cannot even... I've never even seen the movies, but I've listened to the soundtracks for years, and I'm obsessed. And then it's intermission, and then the second half, he's doing a revamped 20th anniversary symphonic suite of all the Spirited Away music. What was it? Kids Return, Hanabi, and what? Um, Kikuji Summer. Oh, Kikujiro? Yeah. Okay. I'm on his wiki page. I'm just 
Yeah, I want to educating myself. I want to watch all the those films now, but um, I'm gonna share the theme to Kids Return in the music channel on Discord because it's like, I mean, I would mm-hmm. like I like music period with or without anime, but like this piece of music is, I'm just so enthused. It's like godly. It's really good. Sweet. Yeah. So I'm. So that's gonna be really fun. So pumped for that, like. I told everyone on my team at work, like, if something happens at 4.30, I'm not helping. I'm leaving. You guys handle it. I, I, I have to be at Carnegie Hall. And also, as, and then I'll stop, I'm sorry. As a musician myself for, like, 18 years and a fan of symphony orchestras and cinematic music, I've never even been to Carnegie Hall. Like, I've never even seen the building. So I'm just so pumped to go there and like stand in the space where amazing music happens. I'm going to lose my mind. It's going to be bomb. That is going to be hyped. And it's in Radio City Music Hall? Carnegie Hall. Carnegie Hall. Carnegie Hall. Like, like, oh my God. The Carnegie Hall. Yes. The, I've never been to the Carnegie Hall. I'm so excited. It's going to be. I don't think I've been there either. Yeah. I, I don't know, but anyway, how was your weekend anime? It won't be as good as how my tomorrow's going to be. Um, so I actually did stuff. So I watched the first episode of the second season of Saturday Euphonium, but I didn't realize how long it was. So I have a few minutes left. Um, I like had to leave. I had to do something. Um, so I was going to start that. But then on Tuesday night, I had insomnia and I couldn't sleep. So I watched eight episodes of Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works. Why didn't you watch Sound Euphonium instead? Uh, because I was in insomnia and I wasn't thinking, so I just put it on. So I'm eight episodes through that. Cool. How is it? Um, it's pretty cool. The main guy, um, Emiya, so he's Kuritsugu's son from Fate Zero. Did you watch any of this? Those are all words. That have okay. no meaning to me. So the main guy is, he's, he's all right. He's not my favorite character ever. Rin Tosaka's in it. She's just like typical Sundari girl. Um, so she's nothing really special. Saber's back in it. So there's Saber. Um, I'm enjoying it. The animation's pretty cool. It's, um, um, it's the same animation studio that does Demon Slayer. So it's a you. Ufotable. Yeah, they're really good. So, they're they're really good, but in a unique way. They have a style, and you can definitely see it. It's cool so far, um, but I didn't really love Fate Zero. I thought it was really cool up until like the jank ending that made no sense. And I feel like this is going to be pretty similar, but I'm going to watch it because the animation and fight scenes are cool. Also, second season opening is done by Aimer, so yeah, it's Brave Shine. I'm pretty sure it's the second oh, season opening. that is one of my favorite anime openings and anime songs. Like, I don't even watch the opening. I watch the actual music video to that song and I listen to it. It's so good. Yeah, it's good. So I'm going to keep watching that. Pretty excited. I'll probably finish Fate Stay Night, Unlimited Blade Works, and then go back to Sound Euphonium. Two very different shows. Yeah, but... I'm I'm a man of many tastes, Mary. Many tastes. Good. All the tastes. All the tastes. So I think that's pretty much what I did. Also, so we're recording this on a Thursday. Tomorrow the new One Piece chapter comes out, and it is getting really hyped up. Like, spoilers are, like, through the roof. People are going nuts. I'm not reading the spoilers, but I'm just seeing the discussion. And last week was really big too last week was called big news was the name of the chapter so this week it's going to be mega levels of hype so i'm so excited for tomorrow morning when i wake up and the chapter's <laughs> out so what there's was, that going what was on the big news i don't really want to say oh, just because right. of spoilers does it involve I, my boy shanksu no but apparently he's in this next chapter oh, that's the only thing i know I'll, maybe i might just read it <laughs> No, the, the the big news are, like, world news. Like, Ooh. a group of people are basically, like, being exiled. 
from the world. Like, it's kind of big. Oh, That's no. a weird way to word it, but I don't want to be – I want to be as vague as possible, oh, yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah, totally. Speaking, but, of, speaking yeah. of vague as possible, Promise Neverland. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty hype right now. It's – I don't even, like – I have to. It's read coming it. to an end, though. Yeah, I have to read the chapter twice. Like one, I just have to get through it just to see, and then like I go back and I take in the information because I'm too like freaked out to see what's gonna happen. I just like flip through fast. Okay, everything looks fine. Nothing crazy, and then I like actually read it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the drawings are really good. Yeah, I'm interested to see. You know, there's I we can't t- really talk. It's kind of even just a tease for us to like vaguely say stuff. But I, I just, like, I want to know. I, I want to know it all. I have no idea how this is going to end. Like I, I have an inkling about what's going to happen to one person, maybe. But besides that, I'm like, well, whatever. Let's just let it happen. I think it's it going to be, like, a, a brotherhood ending where, like, it kind of ends well. But, like, people kind of lose some stuff, if I had to guess. Yeah, I think one person is screwed. Well, we will see. Let's stop. Yeah, uh, we will being not a giant talk tease. about it, and let's just get into our weeklies, Desu. Yeah, all season finales except Vinland Saga, which I just watched. So let's start with that first, because I literally like five seconds ago finished it. Um, okay, it was good. Apparently, there's a it, there's a news story related to this. A lot of it got censored on Japanese television because uh, it was gory, I guess. It wasn't like crazy gory, but it was Wait, no- really? Yeah. And um, the mangaka came out on Twitter and was like, watch it on Amazon Prime because that's like the actual episode. And they apparently they darkened parts of it. I don't know. I didn't. So apparently they censored it. Oh, it was like, I don't even remember. It was your normal like axe taking off people's heads and people burning. Like, I mean, it's not real people. Yeah, it wasn't like the rapey episode of Sword Art Online that I could barely watch censored. It was literal tentacle porn, that. No, the, this is the one from Alicization. That, oh. That was, um, that I watched in an airport, which was the wrong place to watch it. That it was, Yo. um, it was really gross. It was, like, horrific. And it was supposed to be, like, that was the point of it, but me no likey. I feel that. But you're not super high on Vidland Saga. I'm a little I'm disappointed. Not. I know. I'm, I'm, you're dragging me along. I know you love it. And I know you say it gets really good. And I'm here for you. And I'm here for it. But, um, yeah. It's fine. It's weird that um, I don't think Thorkel knows that Thor's is dead. No, he doesn't. So he was talking about him in the present tense. And I was like, ooh, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Thorkel is my favorite character. He's so cool. Like, and he's always true to that. Like, he's just this fun dude who just loves murdering people, which sounds really weird, but it's just who he is. Um, it's really great. I like Thorkel a lot. As yeah. I've said every week. And he has this really cool moment in this episode where he's like waving goodbye through the fire. Like, he's almost like really, really creepy there. You know, he's just like, we'll see you again. Yeah. I'll find you. Let's fight. And it's just like this omen of like Thorkel will find you and he will kill you. He's, but he's um, also going to really enjoy your company at the same I time. I was going to say he it's weird because he's like an antagonist to our team, but he like genuinely seems like a good dude. He just likes yeah. to kill people. Like he just likes fighting and the thrill of battle, but he's like Oh, let's ask the Christian. Oh, I have to say, like, the first five minutes of that being like, Jesus is so skinny. We could freaking eat him. That was hilarious. And I like Jesus. I'm a Jesus fan. And that was really funny. Your God is weak. Look at him. He's scrawny as fuck. He can walk on water (laughs) and make bread. What stupid magic. Oh, I was like, oh, my God. It was good. I don't I don't get Canute. You you learn. I don't get anything about him. I was hoping is Canute he was, male or female? I was hoping he was secretly a woman. I won't say anything. Oh, he might be. Yeah, I would love that. I thought that from the beginning because he's very feminine. But there's also just like feminine dudes. I don't judge. So I don't know. I would love him to be a woman because there's no women in this show anymore. They cut Ilva. 
And Thorkel knew about Helga? Like, mm, mm. There's like one woman in this show later on, but you won't get to meet her. But yeah, I like this show. You're kind of whatever on it. We've got another whole bunch of episodes. I think we're only nine episodes through and it's 24. So we've got- 11. We're 11. So we're still 13 episodes to go. So there's a lot more goodness to come. Um, But yeah, I'm I'm good talking about Vinland Saga. Did you have any other points? It's weird that like the season's over and I feel like it just started. Like we're on episode 11 of Vinland Saga. Yeah. Holy crap. But Vinland Saga, remember, it took three weeks off. Yeah, but we still got all the episodes. But we had the hiatus week. We had another week off. We had a month off. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. So. Poor Vinland Saga. Doing its best. It's getting by. Typhoons and shit in the way. Mm. All right. Um, Omaidens? Omaidens. Season finale. Um, what did... Oh, hold on. Um, you talk about Omaidens. I'm going to mute myself for a sec. Okay, go for it. Um, Omaidens... I don't know how I feel about the end. I felt like it was kind of cliche. I don't really understand what happens to everyone either. Like, Izumi and Kazusa are fine. Nina and Momoko aren't dating, but hang are still friends. But what happened... Um, so Nozaki's in college now? Her and, um... I'm back. Anagi, I think, is name. Okay. Were you listening? No, no, no. You weren't listening? No, I had to take a phone call. Oh, crap. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, then why'd you... Whatever. I just said you to talk um, about it. I, then I'll give my spiel. Okay. Well, I was saying, I don't really know how to feel about the end, because I don't really know how it ended. Okay. I have kind of the same thing. It... You know what it reminded me of? This is a stretch. But it reminded me of the ending of Evangelion. Because basically... That's a stretch. Okay, hear me That's out. That's a stretch. Because basically it was just people reconciling. You know, it was just people like kind of getting over their emotions about stuff. And you just had like this game that you would play. And then you would get over it. And then someone else would be it. And then they would get over their shit. It was... I don't want to say it was a cop-out, but I definitely wasn't super satisfied, excuse me, satisfied with this ending. It was kind of dumb. We have all this, like, stuff building up. We're in the school alone at night with a hostage. The guys show up. What's going to happen? We're going to play tag? And they also all leave, which was really hilarious. Yeah. Like, they're going to play tag. What? Color tag. What the No. Bad. Disagree. It was weird. Um what happened with Momoko and Nina? They're not dating. Did Nina reject her? I think so. I think they're just friends. I think they're just friends. That's weird. I don't know. It was the weirdest part of this episode for me is like well, not weird. I actually thought it was like a little interesting. This awkward moment where Kazuki, is that his name? Kazuki? Who's that? What the fuck am I thinking of? Uh, shit. Hold on. Izumi? Izumi. Thank you. You, you, you mixed their names up. It's Kazusa and Izumi. Wow. We did it. <laughs> Hold on. Let me pull up the list of character names. That's, that's their ship name. You did it. Uh, wait. You're shipping them. Hold on. Let me pull this up. Araburu Kasetsu no Tomodomo yo. Here it is. Okay. So, uh, so Izumi basically gets confronted by Nina and Kazusa, and he's like, I love Kazusa, but I'm more physically attracted to Nina. Which. Not the thing, which is true, and you're allowed to be that way. Not the thing to say in that moment. Dude, what the fuck are you saying? I guess he's like honest to a fault, but. And I get, and there's this thing where like, just cause you're dating someone doesn't mean you can't find other people attractive. Like that's not how humans work or anything like animal related works. Um, but you don't say that, <laughs> you know, like, because it's not that he isn't 
he basically said, I'm not physically attracted to Kazusa, which isn't true. I would assume. Um, yeah. It's not true. But, and he doesn't really like Nina all that much. He, he just thinks she's hot and she's super flirty. I mean, your body's just like, will react when hot girl, like, it's just like, grab my ass. You're just like, uh, what? Yeah, that was, this, this show had so many crazy scenes and like, it was so good. And then it ended. Yeah. I almost just like, wish we got more. No one had sex. Well, I guess Juju, Juju had, had sex. sex. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. The ending's kind of whatever. What did I give? Did I read this? I give it a seven. Oh, I might give it an eight. It's good. I mean, I'd recommend this... it. I'm not. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the show. Oh, I liked it. I, I thought it was juicy. I'm, I'm able to dissociate from the ending. It was really fun. Um, Sonozaki got a forehead kiss and the earth exploded. Like. But so just like weird. brainstorming, what is actually like a good ending for a show like this? You know, like it's I know it's not like I was talking. You're gonna want them to all hate each other or something, you know? Like I, it's kind of a catch twenty two. Yeah, I guess Sonazaki and Amagi didn't get expelled. They didn't. I would imagine they graduated. I want like a sequel about them in college. I don't know, I'm way more interested some... in Kazusa and Izumi. Oh no, I want some college AU shoujo trash fanfic. Nah, Kazusa's too cute. I want her. If I could get a spinoff of any of these characters, it's Kazusa and Izumi. He loves trades. Or... He's so cute. And she's so I cute. I know, he's so cute. I would like to see Momoko get a little girlfriend. That'd be fine. I want a spinoff of everything. I want... Like a like. Do you really want a Hongo spinoff? I want a psychological thriller of Nina going to murder Segusa. Nina going to murder Segusa? Yeah, the old white-haired guy who she punches. Oh out. yeah, that was really weird. <laughs> it was a weird show. I really liked it though. I wonder if that's the actual manga ending. I'm gonna have to do some research. I looked at the manga online for on on manga decks, and it's only up to the school festival, so I couldn't confirm anything. Hmm. Interesting. Huh. But any any other thoughts? I mean, this is the season Not finale. Not on the show. I wanted more. I wanted it to be not that I wanted more. I wanted it to be better, but I don't know what I wanted. I just wanted it to be better, which is a bad. I wouldn't say I want it to be better. I just wish there was, like, more episodes. Because I think it could have resolved itself a little better if it wasn't really forced. Because it felt like there was this natural ending at episode 8 where Kazusa and Izumi end up together. And, like, but then it keeps going. And then they make, like, really high-tension stuff. Like, it was literally two weeks ago where, like, shit hit the fan all in that one episode. And it kind of resolved itself in two episodes. And I felt like it needed a little bit more time to resolve itself. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But that's just my thought. Now that I don't... I mean, this was the surprise of the season. Like, I really enjoyed this show. It was really funny. I felt like I could relate in a lot of ways. I don't know if you felt that way, but... No, yeah. I I liked it a lot. It was... It was cool. It captured what it wanted too well. Yeah. It was different, too. It was like a breath of fresh air. Mm Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Final anime of the season. Uh, Furuba. Uh, Fruits Basket. Oh, let me hear your thoughts. I literally can't even tell you what happened. I, I can't even remember. Oh. Shisho leaves. Um, but it's so cute when he leaves. And they love each other. And they're... It was cute. I don't even remember what happened in this episode. Oh, Kyo was like, you were going to leave without saying anything. I just like want to be a good son. And he was like, that. I'm so happy I'm your dad. It was so cute. I remember that. Then what happened? Yeah, that's all you need. That's all you need that to know. That was it? I know at the end they like, they teased some other Zodiac girl with black hair in bed. They teased her, whoever the hell she is. Um, 
I don't remember Thomas. what else happened. That's my girl. I know. Because you mentioned the Discord. My girl. My Uma. So what else happened in this episode? Um, Yuki's nervous about stuff. I don't know. I don't really like Yuki. Um, everyone's like, something's about to happen. Something's about to happen. Let's all eat dinner. And something's about to happen. Yeah. It was, it basically ended with the Kyo thing. And then this was just kind of like getting, trying to get you hyped. But Fruits Basket is not a hype show. Yeah. So. I'm not, I, I'm not loving this. What did I give it? Did I even give it a ranking? I'm also not loving it. I gave it a six. That's fine. I'm not loving it, but I'm still watching it because I'm watching it in English and it does not take that much effort for me to watch. Oh, wait. I think I have the wrong fruits basket on my mouth. Oh, do you have the 2001? Yeah, I do. Shit. 2001, a fruits basket odyssey. Whoops. Uh, I'll, I'll worry about that later. Yeah. Wow, the animation's so different. I almost like the anim- the old animation better. It was a completely different show. Fruits Basket 2001 was definitely more of a rom-com. Like, it was like, a, hey, funny, ah. This is just, they had, and like, this- episodes of emotional baggage. I mean, they also have that in the original Fruits Basket. Like, Kisa's in it, that arc, Momiji's in it. But um, it's just like a completely different tone, and it's really cool how you can tell the same story and have two different vibes from each. Mm-hmm. Um, just like from an analytical standpoint, it's it's just interesting to see how certain decisions like can totally change the feel of a show. But I read the manga, so I'm actually cosplaying as the girl in the end of the episode for Anime NYC. Wait, really? Yeah, um, Patty's going Sunday as Toru, and I'm gonna go as her. That's um, fine. Yeah, she's a uh, she's super goth and wears really sexy clothes, so I'm a little bummed about it. But she's my fave, so I'm I'm gonna be wearing a wig. No one's gonna know it was know it's me, so I'm gonna do it. Um, are you coming? You could be someone. Probably not. Die. Dye the bottom of your, top of your hair, and you could be Haru. I don't think I can go. Because last year, the only reason I could go was because our team bombed at the NCAA Regional. But... Be positive. Maybe they'll bomb again. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, but this year, we're a lot better. We'll be good. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, yeah. It's this. I don't know how I feel about this show. I mean, I you know how I feel about it. Yeah, it's boring. Mixed. So okay, quick recap of the season. We obviously started out watching a bunch of shows, and we dropped a bunch of shows. We dropped a bunch of shows that people kind of like too. You know, we 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 dropped we dropped Fire Force. We dropped Fire Force. I dropped Doctor Stone, even though I don't even know you consider dropping it since I like read more than what this show is up to so far. So I'm in a weird limbo with it. I didn't even start Doctor Stone. (laughs) So looking at the Mal ratings on shows, Doctor Stone is an eight point two. Okay, I like Doctor Stone. I read it. Whatever. Fire Force has a 7.76, so not super hype. Finland Saga, 8.57. Araburu Kisetsu no Otomo Domo Yo, uh, 7.93, so almost an 8.0. And if I scroll through the rest, the only other anime that is ranked kind of highly is Karakai Jozu no Takagi-san, which we're going to watch when it comes out. We also dropped, sort of dropped, I promise I'm going to get back into it, Kimetsu no Yaiba. Yeah, there's that. Um, Given has an 8.2 rating. Uh, Given's good. Given's good, which you watched. What is Senki Zesho's, oh, Symphogare. Okay, that's that's not fair because we can't just jump into that season of Symphogare. I'm seeing if we watched everything that's hyped. So the only last thing that... Um, I wanted to watch Astra in Space. Okay, so- and I didn't. Kanata no Astra is an 8.2. That's like the only other really good anime this season that we like wasn't 
on our radar for some reason. So I think we did pretty well. Yeah. We covered the good ones. I think we did well too. Yeah, and I want to watch that show eventually. Maybe if it gets a dub, I'll watch it at work. Mm-hmm. All right. Is it time? I think it's time. It's time. Topic. Last week of the anime watch long, we had three episodes of Angel Beats to bring it home. Thank you, everyone who partook and typed along in the Discord channel. Um, it was, it's been a lot of fun rewatching this show. Um, so let's just jump right into it. I mean, episode 12 and 13 is what I really want to talk about, but let's quickly just uh, touch on episode 11 a little bit. So. We get, the shadows. we get introduced to the shadows, which this is actually kind of a dumb episode to talk about because everything kind of gets resolved in the next episode and we learn stuff. So shadows emerge. We learn Angel is not an NPC. She's actually just another human. But like we, I couldn't believe that they didn't know that. But, I mean, she's supposed to be, like, the like, guardian of... Like, she's viewed as, like, the guardian of this world, you know? Like... Yeah, but, like, she was so dumb the whole time. Yeah, but she also... It's it's like, weird because she knows... Like, she basically is there. This is me talking from, like, episode 11, first watch me. She's there, and... She should make peace, right? If she knows, all I have to do is make peace and then I can pass on and that's the point of this world, then what the hell is she still doing here, right? That doesn't really make sense. So I totally get why they think she's not a real person because if she was, she wouldn't be stuck in this world. Stuck is a weird term, but, you know? Yeah, but she was just like... So human. I don't know. I don't remember what I thought the first time I watched it. I don't remember if I was surprised or not. I hardly remember this episode. So was so Otonashi was falling in love with an NPC. Uh, yes. Whatever. Not important. Uh... Um, so yeah, there are shadows. They take over Takamatsu. Takamatsu's sad face. Um, and basically they're just like resetting people. Yeah, they're resetting people so they go back to living a normal life and eventually get obliterated. Or move on, pass on, whatever term you want to use. So, can we just jump into the next episode? I just really want to jump into the next episode. Okay. Go for it. Thomas, okay. head first. So next episode, really hype. Great conversation. I'm just jumping to the end of the episode. So basically, they fight the shadows, fight a bunch of shadows, blah, 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 blah. Yuri gets to the end point where she's up against this NPC guy. Okay, great conversation. Totally missed this the first time I watched. Basically explains the show in like five minutes. It's great. And parallels Otanashi. So basically what happens is that these the black shadows are created to reset people because the goal of this world is to pass on. So... When there's a point, and that point is when love begins in this world, because if you start loving something, you should pass on. So if there's love in this world and you don't pass on, basically these black shadow things activate and reset things so you have the ability to pass on. Because you kind of get stuck in this limbo place where you're at a point where you should pass on, but you can't. And that's the whole point of black shadows. But it's not God controlling them. It is a former person of the world who kind of got stuck here. And he didn't want other people to get stuck in his place, so he designs this whole uh, computer system to activate these black things to reset stuff. Because he doesn't want people to be stuck like him. Who this person is, we don't know. We still don't know. I guess, I guess he eventually passed on. He event. I guess, yeah, because he's not there. Like, who's the programmer? Mm-hmm. Exactly. We don't know who the programmer is. We assume that person eventually passed on. I think that's the assumption. So then, more importantly, more specifics on person who we think passed on. Person X, I'm going to call him the programmer. Programmer is said to have been um, someone who came to this world and suffered from amnesia, which is kind of like a glitch in this purgatory system, where if someone comes to the world and has amnesia, they can 
love and not pass on, which mirrors our main character, Otonashi, because he's not even supposed to be there because he already lived this fulfilling life. So this person is basically Otonashi, right? It's another person who's really similar to his situation, which I didn't know, and I found that super interesting. So basically this conversation is like them saying, oh, like someone like Otonashi could potentially be stuck here forever, um, which we'll get back into in the final episode, but um, I'm just going to keep going with uh, my rant. So Yuri gets this option to basically be able to overwrite the system. She can set up the world any way she wants. She decides that's not her game. That's not what she wants to do. Kind of finds peace uh, with her siblings at this point. Oh, that was, that almost got me. Yeah. And because I guess she, she's really interesting because she wants to be the leader of this team to kind of be like, be the leader that she couldn't be in the real world of her siblings, right? Because they died. And she kind of realizes that like, she has been doing that. And she did her part in the real world, and kind of comes to peace with it. So basically, the rest of the episode, everyone gets obliterated, except uh, Hinata, Otonashi, Yuri, um, Tachibana, Kanade, and uh, our vice president, for some reason. So that's the episode. Yeah, because like, well, let, now let me say something. Okay, sorry that was a lot, um, but I this is no, what no. I wanted to say in the Discord channel to Ganon, but I was like, fuck, I can't type this all out. So I'm just going to say it for the pod. So that's for you, Ganon11. My first, what my with my first watch, watch through, my issue with this episode, I thought it was corny. He was like, oh, there can't be any love in the world. I was like, this is bullshit. Nah, I don't like I, I don't this think it's is, corny. No, wait. It's my turn. Okay, okay, okay. This is this is anime. I was in high school. I'm like, this is anime bullshit. Like, oh, like making it about love or whatever. But then like when I watched it again in college twice, because I'm crazy, it makes sense. Like, if there if love can exist in this world, no one would want to leave. It would be a perpetual Eden. And that's not why this world is here. This world here is to help children figure themselves out and move on to the next life. So the programmer realizes that because he can, he has the ability to stay there forever. And he's like, no one should be stuck here, even though it seems like a great thing. So he builds this system. And um, mm-hmm. sometimes like it takes a rewatch to get something that you missed the first yes. time. Like I was always like, oh, Angel Beats is great. The ending was good and sad, but like that part at the end. So it was interesting to like revisit that. And um, it's not like all lovey-dovey stuff. It's like camaraderie love. It's love between friends. It's love of the life they built there. Um, but at the end of the day, this world is just transitional. And um, a, a great guy who built this system in order to promote people to do that now that it's destroyed i guess that's not stopping anyone from making it an eternal eden eden thanks yuri for like messing that up right because now people could just stay there forever she shot everything yeah but it's not supposed to be like that you're you're still unfulfilled that's not the goal of the world you want to pass on yeah you want to pass on so they so the shadows were resetting people to help them pass on so they don't stay there forever. Right, 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 right. But without the shadows, people can now stay there forever, which we're going to get to at the end. Um, yes. So this is bad. Yes, this is... That we shot everything. <laughs> yes, this is a good point. Um, I mean, you shouldn't need the shadows to pass on. I mean, people freaking pass on by accident. You saw Iwasawa. She wasn't like, time to die. She was like, oh, man, I did it. This is great. And then she's just gone, you know? Yeah, that's true. But they're not... It, but these cases, like Otonashi and uh, our, like, Person X, are very, very, very rare. Yeah. Well, apparently they're not that rare. Because when Otonashi gets to the world in episode one, Tachibana's like... Oh, you probably have amnesia. That happens a lot. But I think that's different than like... people die in accidents. It's like, okay. But then, I think it's different. I 
I think his case is like supposed to be different than just like normal amnesia. Yeah, because I guess people can have amnesia and still have horrible lives, but like they happen to have amnesia and good lives, which is the contrast. Yeah, relatively good life. I mean, his life kind of sucks. Yeah. Um. So okay. So then this all sets up to the whirlwind of the final episode called Graduation, which is basically a ball of sadness. Yeah, I got more of the happy vibes than the sad vibes this time around, which was Me good. Too. It's definitely solemn, but like the first two times I watched it, I sobbed like a child that shat their pants. Like I was inconsolable. This time I was like, yeah, it's time. It's time for all these characters to go. It was good. So let's start with the normal stuff. So we have a graduation ceremony. Uh, it's pretty sad. It is really sad when they all start leaving. They're just like, oh, it's my turn. And they like, Hinata high fives Otonashi and then he's gone. Um, it, it's sad, you know? I definitely, it was less emotional for me this time because I like knew it was coming. But I remember going into this episode the first time I was watching this show and I was just like, Oh my God, this is literally going to be the saddest shit. Like what the hell? Like, what am I getting myself into? And it was, um, but this time I was, I was a lot more composed, but as, um, our boy Bozette says in the chat, angel beats final episode hurts, but Hey, I didn't cry. (laughs) Yeah, I saw that. He, he typed that in just as we were transitioning topics and I was like oh nice let's go good timing (laughs) um um but let's talk about um before we get to the end end of the episode let's talk a little deeper about it I did not really enjoy that now that Yuri is no longer a leader and she can be herself she's all cute she's like a cutesy tsundere she's not tsundere she's just kind of cutesy Eh. I thought it was cute it was funny I mean, you're a guy. I guess, like, that's the... No, I don't like all cutesy-ditsy girls in anime. But I, it was just, like, a cool, funny uh, change of pace. I guess. It's, it was almost a little too drastic to be believable. Yeah, I don't know. It was whatever. I don't have a strong opinion on it. Yeah. Um. Also, a good thing about this episode was... um. The whole episode is the end. And I really like that. It gives, it's not like, this could have, they could have just like capped the graduation off on episode 12. You know, everyone graduates by. True. There. They give the series and the characters time to breathe. They don't rush the ending. They sing so many songs. Like, <laughs> because, no, because that's a high school graduation in Japan. And this is the thing that matters to these characters in this moment. And it's great that like, yeah, I'm from America and I don't sing songs at my high school graduation. So I don't understand what's going on, but like putting myself in the character's place. And especially for people like Yuri and Tachibana who have been there for a long time and have probably seen NPCs graduate and their friends disappear, like to have their own graduation, that's really meaningful. So I'm glad that they gave that, the whole episode. Um, and this is a big deal, too. They're letting go of their horrific, horrendous past lives. And they're, like, trusting themselves to be hopeful in the future. And they really, like, want to make that a point. Mm-hmm. So I thought that this, like, this whole episode was concocted beautifully. Um, can we can we do it? So the twist. Yeah, twist. Okay. Can I go? Go. Oh, all right. So Kanade and uh, Otanashi are left, and Otanashi kind of has this realization that he actually really likes Kanade and wants to stay in this world with her, um, which is kind of random. You can critique it, whatever. But, like, he kind of just throws the idea out there because he, he kind of is this guy that, like, always wants to help and do good. Like, he's just always helping people throughout this whole series. And he really likes Kanade, which I, like, kind of get, kind of don't get, whatever. And basically, Kanade is just like, no, I want to leave because I've been stuck here. Because I haven't been able to pass on. And he's like, well, what do you need to pass on? And he's like, I just wanted to thank someone for <laughs> letting, letting me live. And you're just like, who is it? And it's Otonashi from, it's his heart is in her 
from when he became a organ donor, which was like the end of his life. And basically she felt unfulfilled in her life because she wanted to thank the person who gave her the heart, which is kind of weird because obviously that person's dead. You can't thank them. Critique it, whatever. So I have a separate critique that I'm going to put in right now. Okay. And I love, I gave Angel Beats a 10 out of 10. Like, I'm There's not definitely hating. holes in this. There's definitely holes. How did Tachibana there get there first. first? Yes. Yeah. How did she get so there she, first? But he had amnesia, so maybe he died and it took longer. I don't know. But here's the thing. But she, there had to be time for Kanade to get his heart to live longer because she, she says, like, for helping me live out more of my youth. So she had to at least last a couple months. With the new heart. I don't know what her issue was, what her ailment or sickness was. It's horrible because she died as a young girl. But, yeah, um, I don't know. And then she's there for a while. She's there before Yuri gets there because they established that, like, she did these things for self-defense because they started attacking her because they came and saw her as student council president. Like, she must have been there a long-ass time. How did Odanashi just get there? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. The only, the only explanation. Thing, okay, I'm gonna go. The only explanation <laughs> is that Odanashi didn't get there until he, all of him died. So, like, maybe his heart went to someone, and his eyes went to someone, and his gut went to someone, and it took all the body parts to die in order for him to show up. That would make sense. Uh, I guess it's definitely a hole. The show's definitely got some plot holes. It, what were you gonna and, say? I was going to say that it could be something with the amnesia thing that it just took him longer to get there. Um, things take a while. I don't know. But then we have the very emotional ending. Wait, um, one more thing about the heart. Two things. Uh, what? One. Okay. Well, three things, I guess. One, great planning, like great foreshadowing, like stabbing in the heart, like realizing the memories like with Kanade like you were never able to find out about like figure it out but looking back you can like totally see it so it wasn't like it just kind of came out of nowhere like there there was built up there were things building up in the show to make that revelation believable which I thought was super cool props to them number two shout out to the OP because in the middle of the OP when um Kanade's playing the piano and the line is like, I have this like amazing feeling in my chest. There's this little ball of light while she's playing the piano that falls and it gets to her chest level and then it starts to gl glow. And that right after that, you see the flashes of Otunashi from the episode. So it's like, yeah, that's the heart right there, yo. Mm -hmm. Foreshadowing in the OP. Foreshadowing in the OP. Yeah. All right. Go. Good stuff, Mary. Good catch. <laughs> Thank you. So... Now, last three minutes of the episode. Obviously, very emotional. She's saying thank you. He's crying because he knows she's going to disappear. And then she just disappears. And he's just like grabbing at the air. That it's, scene, grabbing at the air, is like so visceral. It's, like, it's super emotional. It kind of, well, like, I don't know. It kind of reminds me of the Hotel Ruby No Mori A ending. Oh, that's you know? good too. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like super emotional ending, but then you get that closure because you see them reincarnate and like Kanade is out on the street and she's uh, humming my song, which was a great note that they added in that she like, she heard that song and really enjoyed it enough to hum it from the second episode and then bring it back in the 13th episode. That was some good shit. I heard it and I was like, oh my gosh, she's saying she's humming my song. And they recognized it too. So like they are still shouting out Iwasawa like 11 episodes later. So that was great. Because she but, was like a huge force in like the group. That's a good thing about the show too. Like even though we don't find about out about every character, which like sucks, but it would also take too long. So I get it. Um, yeah. Every character is like represented and remembered and respected. You know? Like, mm -hmm. no one's just a throwaway character. Like, they all have significance to even another character that changes the way they act. Like, the whole cast had amazing chemistry for such a large mm -hmm. cast, and I think that's important, too. Yeah, knocking on heaven's door. Okay, spin off about TK. 
Let's go. Make it happen. Yo, yo, yo. I like Death how in rhythm. episode like 11 or 12, everyone's like contemplating whether they should pass on or not. And he's just like dance soloing in the stairway. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. But yeah, so, so um, you forgot one important thing that Ichiban no Takaramano is playing in the background. Oh yeah, that song's fucking sad as shit. It's Always amazing. important. Yeah. And then the ending where the, they do the reverse. Instead of the characters coming in, they start removing them. Oh in my the god. In the order that they passed on. Yeah, and it's still um, Ichiban no Takaramano that's playing. Yeah. And it's sad as shit. And it just like eats at you. You're like watching, you're just like, Oh no. And you know what's happening and But it's it's, it's weird because it's all a good thing. Like they're they're getting over it. They're passing on. They're starting off new. But the thing is, like, these characters have great chemistry. You learn to love these characters and you learn to love their interpersonal relationships. And then you think that they're probably never gonna see each mm-hmm. other again or remember that they saw each other, and all these great things they did and learned and enjoyed together, they're never gonna remember. And it's they're a good thing gone. that they're it's a good thing that they're passing on. It's good that they're like giving themselves another chance in the big open world that is life. But they're also giving something up that has turned into their most pre- precious treasure and it sucks. And that's why the mm-hmm. ending's really sad. It's not because like, oh, they're dying again because they're not dying. Like this is such a good thing that they're passing on. But just like seeing the whole cast that you've grown to love and then one by one watching them dissipate not yeah cool. i know pretty emotional stuff so overall what do we think oh great i love great. the show Me i too. mean i do see holes in it i do it's got holes objectively is it a 10 i don't yes. care subjectively <laughs> in my personal opinion it's a 10 i love this show like it something makes- that i Something that I talk about a lot with shows is that does this show instill emotion? And I think it really does. You know, obviously there's some plot holes and stuff, but like the ending is like such a brick wall and you're on like this giant roller coaster and it just like kind of crushes you in ways that I don't think many shows do. And I mean, this show is like pretty highly regarded i would say like what's it on now it's like an eight point something 8.26 so people think this show's pretty damn good we're obviously a little higher on it than a lot of people but um i don't know this show has a lot right and maybe the plot can be shaky here or there but it does that one thing i want with a show and like it imprints a lasting image on me and i think about it yeah like that show makes me feel grateful to be alive it's corny. <laughs> no, nah, like, but it's true. It makes me grateful for my life, and it makes me appreciate my own relationships. And it's like, I don't know. You get to see like, it's it's got a little Gurren Lagann-y, like the the resilience of the human spirit, even in tough times, that they can like eventually come to terms and move mm-hmm. on. And also like, humans are badass. Like there are these children trying to fight God because they're angry and they feel like they've been wronged. And like, right. That's pretty cool too. You know? Yeah. It's, and Yuri is a character who like her whole thing touches people. Right. She's like, like, fuck this God, you know, like he made my life shit. Like, why would I play by his rules? And, that's legitimate, you know? I think a lot of people um, can kind of relate to that. Even though, like, a lot of people's lives aren't great. And they're just like, what God? Like, my life kind of sucks. Like, screw that, right? And I think that, like, emotion is legitimate, you know? Like, why believe yeah. in something that isn't helping you? Or you totally. feel like it's not helping you, right? Like, it's legit. Yeah, this show's good. Um, I just like it. I think it does a, it does a lot of things weird. Yes, but it does a lot of things right. And, um, the music's great. The animation's great. It kind of makes you think, which is good for a show. And it definitely like brings out, as you say, instills the emotions. Mm-hmm. Should we talk? A, do you know about the alt ending? 
You've mentioned the all ending to me like multiple times. Have you watched it? How does one watch it? It's on YouTube. Oh. I'll put it in the Discord. Okay. It's an, alternate, an alternate. It's an alternate ending. How we said that like the programmer could stay there forever and eventually passes on. Um, this alternate ending is if Otonashi turns into the programmer and he doesn't follow Angel into the next life. He stays and he becomes the new student council president. And um, it's really fucked up. <laughs> I know. That like almost ruins it for me. I'm like, oh my God, that world potentially exists. Yeah. No. It makes me sad just thinking about it. Because like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about it. It's going to make me upset. This um this ending came out like a couple years after the anime aired, I believe. What sick um, twisted fuck came up with this? And everyone was like, "Oh my god, a season 2 where Odonashi's still there?" Fuck them. I'm I'm looking up just to get the release date. I cannot uh, bring myself yeah, to watch that. Yeah, it came out it came out 5 years after um it aired. I remember when it came out. I was I was stressed out. There's some messed up people in this world, Mary. Yeah. Um, but what would you... I just want to, like, throw that out there. What would you think if, like, the 10th anniversary they reveal, hey, there is a season two and it's that? Uh, I would be sad. I would, would watch the sad. crap out of it. It would be really hard to watch though or at least like an ova like a 25 minute thing mm -hmm. yeah it would i would be very unhappy to say the least <laughs> yeah poor odonashi he deserves to move on but he's that kind of person like he wants to be a doctor he's trying to help people he's that's just the, who he is after his yeah. sister dies, so I could totally see him staying. And it's really kind of cringy, because at the end, like, with the credits, Kanade passes away, Kanade fades out, and you're just, like, waiting for Odonashi to fade Odenashi out. Odonashi doesn't fade out in the ending. No, he does. It takes, he, it oh, takes he a while. He's, he does eventually fade out, but he's on the, he's on the screen, like, way longer than he should be. Just so by maybe, himself. Yeah, so maybe he does stay there for a while. Oh, it's so sad. I'm getting upset just thinking about it. Poor Thomas. Yeah. But great show. Love great it. show. Yeah. I hope everyone who watched along with us also enjoyed the show. This was a lot of fun to do. Let's definitely do another one of these anime watch-alongs again. Maybe we take this season off and then we consider for the next season. Well, in two weeks, we're going to watch an OVA on Crunchyroll and review it. We could have everyone watch that with us. We can. Let's do that. Let's announce that next week, though. Yeah. Cool. Excellent. All yeah, right. this was fun. It was fun. And, of, I mean, we picked a really good show to do. I love Angel Beats. I, like, I want to watch it again. It's so good. I know. It's great. Um, Every once in a while, guys, just, like, sit in a room by yourself and listen to Ichiban no Takaramono and let yourself cry. Ichiban no Takaramono. If you're ever bored one day, well, before we end, so Girls Did Monster, the band from Angel Beats, actually toured Japan for like two or three years after the show ended because they were really popular. And if you can find, you can find it on YouTube because I found it. The last performance of the tour, Lisa singing Ichiban no Takaramono, that song English <laughs> words and she's like belting it out and she's crying and it's like it's a phenomenal performance I'll also put that in the discord it's really good sounds it's emotional really sad. this song yeah it's, this is gonna make me sad we must end Mary we must end. okay we'll end I love that show <laughs> all right well and again thank you thank you everyone for watching it with us um we hope you all enjoyed it we hope you enjoyed the conversation we hope you look forward to the next one because we are yes absolutely thanks for coming in next week we've got new seasonal stuff so Woo! get ready for the anime we're hyped about in the next season and we will see you all next week yeah yeah catch you guys on the flip side bye